This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We like to apologize. For what? To absolutely no one! <laughs> <laughs> the two time chop does absolutely fucking no one! <laughs> It's gonna be the last. <laughs> no, I'm joking. God forbid. First of many, man. First of many. Good. What episode number is this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> are, you, are you still hungover, bro? Um, fam. Men Chaffer Podcast, episode 126. Come on. Special episode, man. This, we've been trying to get this pattern for a while. This is this is family. You know, if you're hearing this and you're from Chafford, this is a Chafford legend. You already know. Um, we've got Louis King in the building. Come on. <laughs> I'll make some noise. Where's the energy? Where's the energy? Come on. Reese King, it's good to have you on, bro. Um, I don't know why I'm saying your full name like that, but Reese, tell the people. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's other Reeses in in school, isn't it? Say that again. There's too many Reeses in school. That's, That's true. Why. There was a few, but this is the one and only. Um, so yeah, tell the people about yourself. Um, You're not even gonna do the introductions. Yeah, but let him get. I'm, I'm letting him introduce himself, and then you two can get on it. Alright, say no more. Say no more. There's it? a method to my madness. Um, it's madness still. Obviously, I'm... <laughs> it's just madness. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad. Obviously, I'm Reese King. I do um, bespoke tailoring, couture, dressmaking. Um, I've been studying it since well, I chose textiles in year eight. Mm. Carried it through. Done a fashion show in year ten. Decided to go to college to study it. Um, from college, my teacher suggested me to go to. Um, university to do like a specialist course in in fashion, which is called Fashion Atelier, which means workshop in French, um, and it's like all hand craftsmanship and stuff. Mm. I've got a degree in it, and then yeah, just kept kept pursuing it. Still, lovely, Absolutely. lovely. All right, now boys, introduce yourself. <laughs> I mean, we do it in the order that it's usually done. So it's just been completely cooked because Demi starts it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cole Sanusi in the building, Don Corleone, the one and only. It's E man G45, the G solid my name, the 45 is silent. Come on. It's Genghis Jibogwe. Yes, it's the Black Mamba Dove. <laughs> it's the Chi Ayam. <laughs> it's the Prince of the East. Shout out to you guys. This is episode 127. 126. Nice, no, 127. Am I, what? Am I bugging? Yeah. You are right. It is yes. technically 127. When I'm right, I'm always right. Come on. You know what? I respect it. When he's right, he's right. Mm-hmm. Two dems. So we're just going to get straight into it. Yeah. Um, 
So I, you kind of gave a little bit of a backstory or gave a dive into what it was. But like, did you always want to do this? Because I, I don't, I like. There's obviously instances like you spoke about the fashion show, and then you spoke about um, textiles in year eight. Was that where it started for you? Um, no, I feel like I've always been around like creative people. Like, mm. My granddad was a milliner, so a hat maker, okay. and he could make everything like from the shoes, clothes, hats, he can make everything. So mm. obviously coming from Jamaica, um, then man, they have to have a craft of some kind of yeah. wise. I mean, he was drowning. Mm. So from seeing my granddad always on a sewing machine and helping him and stuff like that, I feel like that's where I got my first like taster yeah. introduction to sewing itself. And then so how would you rate your sewing skills? <laughs> Relative to who? Nah, the reason I asked, and they're going to cook me for this, but um, my housemate, so he got me into, uh, what's it, RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, no, no. Um, Sorry, but, what was that? Huh? What was that? RuPaul's Drag Race. So basically, it's like, they always have to dress up, and then they have to make their own outfits. Right. And all the, I'm like, how are you going on this, and you can't sew? Like, it's it's been part of the show from its inception. Yeah. So I'm just always like, I, the first question I wanted to ask you was, "How good is your sewing?" Like, but what would you? It's pretty. It's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, That's what I, I, I can do what I need to do in it. Anything mm. that I need to do. No, I say it with your chest, man. It's top tier. Yeah. It's top tier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> say it with your chest. It's top it's tier. Elite. Yeah, nah, it's top tier. So. <laughs> nah, I respect that. I've been doing it for for a long time now. Well, that's that's what happened. that would be what helps it really. I've so, done my ten thousand hours in it. Oh, man, yeah. I'm sure I need some. <laughs> um, it, so what would so before you get, just talk more about this. <laughs> this this I, niche. Listen, I didn't think I'd like it either. I think I just like the competition aspect of it. Like I'm not interested in that world, but the competition aspect of it like intrigued me. So what? you sew your own garments. You have to. That's it's, part it's of. A, that. Well, it's about it's a competition about um, drag queens performing. So like the whole being like a complete threat as a drag queen, being able to act, being able mm. to. Some of them can sing, some can dance, and then so make then you're, you're doing drag queen. I'm not doing it. I knew this is where you were gonna take it. Like, no, because no. I wanted to hear it first, nah, and then nah, you said I'm not, I'm not. I'm not doing it. So because it doesn't make sense for me for someone to just sew, sew your own garments and just go just chill with a bunch of people. But now because there's a drag queen element, I get the whole oh, excitement. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you were doing drag queen. Me personally, yeah. no. And you know me. Like the show <laughs> was just entertaining. It's a bit like Bake Off, isn't it? You're not going to really bake, but the entertainment value of it makes people want to watch it. You know what I mean? It's interesting stuff. Mm, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> before we get us all cancelled today. Um, yeah. Even like based off what Demi said, because we used to play football together. So yeah. I always saw that element inside of you. And I knew you were into fashion, but like, I didn't know you were like really like... It's, it came from like a deep place, like your your family and that. Yeah. Like, where, was there like a point where you're like, right, I'm gonna fully pursue this now. I'm gonna make this my thing. Um, obviously, when you get a little knee injury in football and that. Oh. Now, do you know what it was? From when I was young, like before like before ten, I would say I wanted to be an inventor. Mm. And then, like, I, from that kind of age, I knew I didn't want to do a nine to five. Which is kind of mad because I was thinking about my future from like eight and nine mm. years old. Yeah. And um, 
when I started going to secondary school, we started doing art and stuff um, with Mr. Graham. Big up Mr. Graham. Mm. Yeah, shout oh, out yeah. to Mr. Graham, man. Good um, teacher. Yeah, obviously I wanted to do art, and obviously my family were not were not rich, so I thought I could do art. That's fun, and it's not a nine to five. But then I realized these men don't make money, or at least not until they're dead, in it. So mm, yeah. like, I'm trying to make the money today. And then yeah, obviously we had to do DT and then fashion, mm. um, textiles in, and when I done textiles, I just had a, like a natural affinity for textiles, mm. and then Miss Wright, um, she was very encouraging in my in my endeavors in it and then yeah i loved it i thought it's the best i'm an inventor it's art mm. it makes money and yeah i can be able to make my own clothes and stuff like that it does seem like it's the best of both worlds especially for you and i think the most important thing there is like how important your early influences were because if you say like you didn't like the teachers that taught it it might have pushed you away yeah, or you might sure. you might have come to your own conclusions on it but having those positive influences from the jump it's just so important. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I think, yeah. So, what's the what's the goal? What's the aim? <sighs> That's a mad question. Still, um, just to get better and better on my craft. To be mm. honest, um, there's not a goal like world domination or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like as you get better and better at something like a skill, you realize that you're actually so far from being really good at it like yeah. Yeah. as soon as you get deeper into it you're like whoa mm. everyone else thinks I'm good but look how good these guys yeah. are or look yeah. how far away the goal is. every time you get better the goal moves mm. so uh, my goal is just to be just to be working I guess in my studio full time having a having a small team of people um, and creating clothes in digitally and, re- and in the real world as well when you say okay. digitally, what do you mean? We're talking metaverse type things. Yeah, yeah, NFTs. for sure. All of that. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, so there's like a software called Clothe 3D. Okay. And okay. it allows you to make clothes. like So I could type in all your body measurements, then it will create an avatar of you. Okay. And then I can drape on, on you. So draping is the process of taking the basic material wrapping it around a garment to get what the shape you want before it turns into clothes basically okay so i'll drape it on the mannequin the world, not mannequin the avatar in the digital world but it's to scale okay. so okay. when i print it off the piece of paper that actually cut out the pieces it's to scale that's okay. i mean so, so is it it cuts more... out about 50 60 percent of the process like so this wow. is called clothing 3d yeah clothe 3d yeah oh. this was out like Two thoughts come out like 2009, I think, came out so way before any metaverse stuff. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it's just that the application is a lot easier for people to use it on the metaverse as well, yeah. Oh. No, definitely, definitely. I was gonna say, people buying gums to wear on the metaverse, like what is that how it works? Or, well, well, people, I guess, people will do that in the in the somewhat near future, yeah. So, kind of makes sense if you're on a no, flex, it does, flex in real crazy. life, you're on a flex on, on the ground. Do you know what I mean, you're on a yeah. flex on the ground, you're on a flex in the metaverse. Yeah, do you know what I mean, why, it's why, insane, why not? But obviously, we buy clothes to mm. somewhat look good in real life. So, yeah. if you yeah. have the money to and you have like spare spare money, people put spend how much money on FIFA cards or yeah, what they what they're looking like in Fortnite and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, if you was able to design your own garments and put it on your Fortnite character. No, yeah, I guess, yeah, when you put it like that, it does kind of, it's understandable that that's the direction that fashion could go in. Um, could you ever see yourself, like, I don't know, in a position where you collab with brands or 
um, I don't know what they call it, like what Virgil sort of does when he went into Louis Vuitton. Um, is that something you could... Becoming a creative with? director. That's it, thank you. Yeah, I would love to become a creative director still. Yeah? Yeah. Probably of Dior, because I just like, I just really like yeah. Dior and their, their style, their ethos and just what, everything that they do really. Mm. Mm-hmm. I guess that could be a somewhat long-term goal to be creative director at Dior. Yeah. Um, speak into existence. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, nah, yes, it's creative, yeah, creative director at Dior, that would be really, really cool. Um, in their their women's wear, yeah, is that that's what I specialize exclusively in, so. women's wear? Not even. Well, I'll do men's wear as well because, like, what I do in this studio and, um, um, for a lot of people, is we design both men's wear and women's wear, mm. and I quite like both. Um, but I'm just I'm really really enthusiastic about women's wear. Why, okay. Why is yeah. that? Um. Probably because there's just more, like, diversity, like, more things that you can do, do, you know what I mean, with women's wear and what women will accept to wear kind Mm. of thing. Whereas men just, like, form and function, in it? So, for the most part, it's if you want to sell to the the general populace anyway. I don't thought about it like that. I guess there isn't... I mean, there's only so much you can put towards a man or, you know, there's only so many directions you can go in, but... With women, there's so many things, and there's even things that you can try that would be deemed as like I don't want to say weird, but there's that you can bend the rules more, like you said. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What do you think of stuff like the Met Gala? Yeah, it's a really good um, place to like show what fashion can do, mm. um, and like the levels you can take fashion and. Because they're not everyday clothes, are they? They're not everyday garments, yeah, and they're right. tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds, depending on what dress. Like, it's like just like red carpet events or whatever. Like Rihanna's yellow, massive yellow dress, taking yeah. like two mm. years to make or something ridiculous and crazy amounts of hand sewing. It's just to people that love fashion. Obviously, to me, to the normal person, they probably don't really care. But yeah. to people that really like fashion, they're like, wow, this is. I mean, people are really pushing the boundaries of what can be possible yeah in the making scheme no i like that i think that is the best way to look at it and they always seem to push the boundaries at that sort of, those sorts of events as well um yeah it's, it's kind of like isn't there um a london fashion week like, like now or next week or something like that yeah it's next it's next week isn't it do you feel like there's like a lot of I mean, there are regional differences as far as like what people wear and that but do you feel like you gain different types of inspiration by Let's say if you watch a Met Gala compared to like a London Fashion Week, was it kind of more or less the same kind of thing you'll see at these type of events? No, they're they're, they're somewhat trying to achieve different things, isn't it? Okay. So break it down yeah. for somebody who doesn't. Oh, he's in, not in that. In the Met Gala, there's there's usually a like um theme. Yeah, theme. Yes, yeah, the word. It's usually a theme, so people try to come like as close to the theme as they can, and with all different types of designers and sometimes the theme can be um, something where I know I think the last one's like American like a American is a culture yeah yeah so then like you're more like to wear American designers and those types of things in it right. whereas in London Fashion Week it's whatever designer wanted to create for his concept for of that time mm. do you know what I mean so Probably. there's a lot more movement in what he can do Okay. Do you know what I mean, or what she can do. 
in in creating. So they're trying to achieve different things. What was the concept at this time for you? For what what projects that I'm what for yeah. project that I'm doing? Um, a lot of our things are based around like minimalistic clothing, and um, we're really inspired by like Japanese heritage mixing with like the English heritage and mm. the English techniques of tailoring and those types of things. Okay. So yeah, that's that's where we're, that's where we're at right now. Like, and some of the things that we're we're making. Uh, so try and paint a picture for us. So that's some of the stuff you're making at the moment. What's is it like you're trying to infuse a kimono and trying to put it into regular culture? Somewhat. There's like different types of kimonos and different types of cuts and fits mm. um, that the Japanese have and like really like interesting methods of pattern cutting. Yeah. So pattern cutting is the process in which you manipulate like blocks of clothing so like basic shapes of clothing to turn them into other shapes that mm. you wanted to achieve so the Japanese have really interesting methods in, in doing that and it's just really inspiring to learn and to, to, to incorporate in in our work because we don't have so much of that in mm. England so um, and all the like old English techniques are really interesting as well especially like the South Road and hand craftsmanship stuff so like incorporating the two it just creates something yeah. just something a bit different I think that's the direction everyone would want to go you want to make sh- you want to make stuff that's going to stand out mm. and I think it's also kind of forward thinking because it's not in the mainstream either yeah. so there's obviously a lane for it um, so I guess my question is you speak a lot about uh, Japanese culture and it inspiring you what specifically about it um I'm not too sure, you know, to be honest. When I, when, I, when I really delve into my mind, I just like everything that's like, the way everything that they have is like really ceremonious. Mm. Mm. Um, like my graduate collection, for instance, um, I, my concept was seppuku. So mm. I started off with the samurai and then I was delving, okay, what about the samurai do I like? Mm. And I like, um, they have this ceremony that if they dishonor their, emperor or their um like like feudal lord yeah. and to regain their honor they would have to kill themselves by the slicing of the abdomen yeah. which is called um seppuku um and i was looking at that and i just found it really interesting mm. um so i would take some of those images and like i would have like sl- small slices um in my garments and then i'd have like straps that go through the slices Okay. And the way that you dress the garment is like in the direction of in the, the slice. Direction of the slice. Oh, you know what I mean? So yeah. it wouldn't be obvious. Like if you just looked at it, you wouldn't be able to necessarily know obviously it's that. Mm. But when you look into why I've done that, then there, there would be the reasons behind it. So yeah. it's just about um, creating a concept that's not too obvious, but in, with intelligent design. No, I get that. That's, I think that is. So, so for example, unique. something they won't be able to see it, but something like that blazer. The mm. way it's set, so the way you do, you do the button, it's pretty much like that. Um, not that one necessarily. That one's more of like a custom piece that we done for somebody. They was going mm. to a wedding, so oh right. Um, that one's just got different layers of like the jacket in. So there's the shawl piece is like made of a shiny, like a 
a satin fabric. Yeah. And then the the rest of the garment is just a regular like suiting, like a black suiting. So it has that formal dinner element, Got you. but it's also you can take the short piece off and then it's casual like it's more it's more of a casual look oh, so yes it was versatile no i love that and i guess that's the most important thing i'm gonna adjust your mic please people want it to be but people want what they're wearing to feel versatile like there's a lot of situations where you could wear it in yeah how do you feel about the current state of fashion <laughs> in in what in what context like Kanye like, West in these Ugg boots <laughs> and his space and his, boots and his clog his silicone clog boots um, Balenciaga Balenciaga you know I I quite like the some like some of the Kanye futuristic looking stuff yeah mm. I think it's quite cool and it's different isn't it so I like the Balenciaga sneakers the one with the spring and the one without the spring. Uh, the new ones. Shoes with springs in them. Yeah. When you say, describe it to me. When you say like actual, I'm gonna have to Google this. Yeah, you're gonna have to Google it because the way I, I can't really describe it. It's called yeah. the expander, and then there's another one which is the They're Balenciaga the trainer sneaker. No yeah. Way. <laughs> what is it, Balenciaga? Expander. Right. right. Yeah. I've got to get into this. I actually, I actually like them. Like the way they look, they they look actually decent. It's it's too far forward, but it makes sense in my mind. But I guess you kind of do get rewarded for kind of just doing things differently, you know? Hey, like, let me see. But the Balenciaga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not them that ones, like bro. The things that Wait, hold on, let me see, let me see. Oh, yeah, them ones, them ones, them ones. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen quite a few stylists wear them when I go yeah. on set and stuff. Oh, I've seen quite a few stylists hey, wear man. them. Not here for the. No, they're ones there. They're not for me. But. No way. They perform in the same way as like an Air Max. It's just there's no way. I guess so. Had that bubble though, like you know what I mean. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Oh god, fashion can just be so weird. But like, I guess it's uh, different horses for different courses. You know what I mean? Like, just because that's not for me. They made it for a reason. Someone's bought it. It's like I'd never thought in my life I'd ever see the Balenciaga um, fucking. What is it? They look like Ashers. That's the only way I can describe oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I sent it to him in the group chat, and I was like... Oh. Yeah, I'll take the oven door. Should I say anything about them? No, nah, just keep going. Uh, so we were speaking about fast fashion. Um, not, we were speaking about the state of fashion, innit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, that's... I, yeah, so I guess that point that I made about if it's not for me for someone else them mm. Balenciagas I spoke about but yeah I think it was more angling at what people are wearing and fast fashion I guess is be interesting to get your take on it because obviously you do what you do on a much smaller scale yeah um, which I guess increase like already would increase the level of products you're going to get because that's the thing with fast fashion yeah. it's quickly out there's there's no real care in it do you yeah. know what I mean yeah, obviously, with our like operation, it's it's quite small, mm. so it's quite controlled in what we produce and how much we're producing. Obviously, right. fast fashion is just copy just, and paste, isn't it? Or it's destroying everything, isn't it? From mm. um, the planet, creativity, yeah. literally just everything. 
that's one of the reasons that we have like our own studio because we wanted to just be able to be in control mm. of ourselves basically have some autonomy yeah. right, in terms of what we create and who we create it for and yeah just a I think that's that's the best. freedom still. yeah because I think that that would be what I imagine would frustrate you the most is if you if someone was on your back telling you nah it needs to be this way I think you'd want that project to be like this is how I saw it and this is how I envisioned it turning out yeah and naturally finances dictate a lot of stuff in it mm. so if especially when you're creating for somebody else it's like no it needs to be like this and you're like well this will be the best way it could look yeah yeah and they're like well this way will sell the most yeah and you're like yeah but the creativity then i mean they should appreciate what you're designing if, yeah. they're, if they're that interested in yeah, fashion yeah. you don't want to like compromise that, that in the yeah day. no i think it's quite a tough battle Really no, cool. of course, because you—it's uh, always that thing that happens with art is you've got like the studio guys or the studio heads who are just thinking about like this needs to make maximum profit, whereas yeah. you as the creative is like, nah, that, the way you want to go about it is dead. Like the end product is just not going to be up to scratch. Mm. Has that ever happened where you've had conflict with, where you've been like, nah, they want, and let's say. They want this jacket to do this, but it needs to do this if it's going to bang. Yeah, no, it happens, all, it happens all the time because, especially, so like, what we do, this this studio is called Atelier Oranar, which mm. is workshop recent Rachel, um, which obviously is my, my better half and stuff, my, <laughs> my fiance Rachel, who is obviously half the team. Yeah. Um, sometimes three quarters of the team are now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, um, yeah, we so some people will come to us and say, "Okay, I have a design, mm. and I want to realize it. I want yeah. I want it to come into fruition." So then we will say, "Okay, the drawing is good, yeah, but what you've drawn over here is not realistic in real life." Yeah. You know I mean, so the way that pulls over, the body doesn't look like that, or yeah. you like this seam line here, but in real life, the torso is actually a lot shorter than that. Yeah. So as the way how long you drew it, it's not going to look like that in yeah. real life at all. Mm-hmm. It'll be better like this. On- so, so I was watching an episode of Don't Tell the Brad recently. Um, this had me in tears. So he did that is exactly what happened. He wanted to design her wedding dress from scratch. And my God, like <laughs> what he thought was happening. Like <laughs> he, he thought it'd be sick if um, no, not like it was see-through yeah. on her wedding dress. See-through. And it looked like when he was trying to explain it <laughs> to Jesus the Christ. lady, she was doing what I'm sure you'd do like, that's just, it's going to look ridiculous. Yeah. Right? He was yeah. like, no, I've got the vision. Like, it's going to, I'm sure it's going to look great. She was like, no, it's going to look ridiculous. Um, When the dress was finally made, my God, poor girl. She was crying on the phone. She was like, yo, you <laughs> <laughs> might have to lock off the wedding. <laughs> and it's just, ins- it's insane that people don't take good advice when someone's trying to give it to them in those situations. It happens, ha- literally happens all the time. And sometimes we're like, do you know what? No problem. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to make, make it, it for you and I'll show you. I'll wait till it's done. Obviously, you have to pay me twice. So I, I said, love well, it. You don't, you don't want, you don't, you don't want to take my advice. I'm telling you, this is, I, I promise mm. you, mm. it's not going to come out the way you imagined because I've done similar designs like that or I've experimented and I've, I've seen what happens mm. in it. So I say, no, are you sure? Yeah. You're sure? No problem. I'll do exactly how you said and then they'll see it and they're like, oh... Maybe I should have it a bit shorter, right? I said, 
I know. I told you. I, I, I knew that was going to happen. Mm. Just because sometimes the way you imagine it, it doesn't. Just one word. Yeah, yeah it doesn't happen. That's like that me as well. Because I can see it in my head. Even after like, the sketch. Hmm? Even after the sketch. Yeah, because a sketch is not like. Well, it depends on who's drawing as well, but a sketch is not like proportional to real life. So mm. they might have a seam line that's like from here to like here mm. on the or on the draw one really wiggly one. But what when if you have a seam line that's like a really wiggly one, I'd be like, okay, that's all good. But you chose this material. What's going to happen from this material? Is there's going to be lines that come from there's going to be like puckering that comes from the yeah. wiggles mm. in this material. So you might think it might look crisp and flat, but in real life, when you see it, it won't look anything people like that. Dumb. So sometimes people take our advice and then they're like, How when they see the final thing, they're like, I'm so God. glad I took yeah, that yeah. advice. What and then sometimes they're like, Did you nah. say people take, your, take the advice? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Oh, a lot of people see, I thought he was going to say like, no, more time they... No, a lot of people see our personal works, innit? Mm, so okay. when they come from like our Instagram or anything, they... they they see our personal works and as me and Rachel are both designers yeah. ourselves um, sometimes we might that take a little control as well and say okay this person wanted it like this but I know that's not how they're imagining it yeah. they're imagining it like this and I'll do it like how I think they want it yeah. mm-hmm. not how they said they wanted it I think but that's right. do you know what's crazy to me about that is like if I come to you I'm coming to you because I know your work's good like I trust you mm. I think it's I don't want to say disrespectful to come to the artist and be like, actually, <laughs> I want it this way. To me, that's mad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear it. Wait, it happens it's all the time, innit? Because this is some. Sometimes it's something somebody's been really thinking about, mm. dreaming of, and all of these kind of things. So when they're now told, no, Jossie is, well, it's not going to work like how you imagine, just shattering somebody's dreams, innit? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Take but it I'm personally. Not... What did you say? Just take it. They'll yeah. take it personally. I think I'm not going to go to like Rick Owens and be like. Oh yeah, do you know what? Can you just make this little like it's Rick Owens? Like, yeah. What? yeah, talk totally to me properly, in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 hundred percent, man. But obviously, in our studio, mm. we do a lot of like sampling for lots of different brands, yeah, and like startup companies and all that kind of stuff. So it's more about what they want. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we try to align it as close as possible as what they want yeah. within reason of what will look good and what will actually work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best approach because I don't see anything else working. Like, but, you know, people are going to be people at the end of the day. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's really surprised me, the fact that... Because I, I think I'd go to the artist and just trust the... Trust a better judgment, surely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's been the thing you've done or project you've done you've been the most proud of? Mm. As as an individual or like because obviously I'm really proud of my graduate collection because it took nine months to create. Yeah. Mm. I'm doing everything. I'm designing it. I'm doing all the patterns. I'm doing all the twirls. I'm doing all the samples and then um, I'm cri- choosing the f- we flew to New York we chose the fabrics do you know I mean and then we made it so that's a long time mm. nine months that's crazy of gestation that's my baby do you know what I mean so yeah. um, obviously I'm really proud of that but I'm also like proud of like different works that we that we've done like helping Rachel with her master's degree and proud of um 
just a lot of work to be honest yeah. a lot a lot of works because we don't like to leave any work that we're not happy with yeah. i mean sometimes it might cut into our pocket we'll do something for a client and we're like do you know what? i actually don't like that yeah um or i think it could have been done better or done this way they might have suggested this way but it would have been better this way have you so, rejected a project because you didn't like how or what they wanted to do with it or it just didn't sit right with you like that's just not something that interests me um i don't really think so we might reject a project if if like there's too short notice Mm. or they're asking us to create something in a textile that we don't really use so if someone said i want it in leather and they want to do this there's a lot of special machines that you need to use to do leather. Mm. Right. Um, like, but could, you, could, could you like size it up, do it, get like, for example, if I wanted a leather coat, right? Mm. Well, not a leather coat, but a leather blazer. Could you do everything, oh, make sure it's nice idea. and then send it off to someone, they do the machine and then... Yeah, no, we can do that. Oh, okay, cool. We can do that. My dreams we'll are not crushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money, but bro, like <laughs> one day in it. Yeah, no, we can, we can do that. We can do like, it's quite a long process. When you see clothes, you don't even realise how long the process is. When people come to us, we're like, yeah, there's this, there's this, there's mm. this, there's this. Yeah. Like, Whoa, I just wanted a t-shirt. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, 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 but do you have a starting block? No, I don't. So how big do you want it? Um, this I don't big. Know. Yeah. I mean, like, I want it my size. Okay, so let me measure you up. Mm. If do you want it like, if you want it a, like a unique type of style or a new, unique jacket, we might have a block for a block to start off with. Yeah. But if we don't, then I'm drawing out the lines from scratch on a piece of paper. So then mm. there's that process. So the, the process kind of goes, take the idea, you'll have a, like a technical drawing which shows you like the inside specifications of what somebody wants to do. Mm. And then they'd give it to us, then we would um, pattern cut it first. Well, t- sometimes you can just pattern cut it straight away, depending mm. on what the design is. Sometimes I might drape it on a mannequin yeah. to see if I like the shapes or if it's around about the shapes that they wanted before I manipulate on the paper. Yeah. So I'll get calico, which is the fabric, you know, the, the plain fabric you see over there. Mm. Yeah. And I'll drape it on the mannequins. Um, then from there, I'll take it off the mannequin. I'll, I'll just call that true in the lines. So any of the dots that I've done that are like a bit wiggly, I'll get rulers and tr- like straighten them off and stuff like that. Then I'll take that and I'll pin the, the calico thing back together yeah check the shape that it fits as if it was sewn if it's right then i'll put paper down i'll trace them all around the shape of all the patterns that i've done now yeah. i'll, I'll re- re-true all the lines again onto paper now i've got the paper one now i take that same paper and i cut out the same calico and then i sew it up yeah so then that will get me the basic of what they that's wanted that much that's not even the real fabric mm, yet, you know what i mean that's just the the basis and if you come to us with nothing then it's going to be a long process. Yeah, I see. You know what I mean? So. Nah, that's mad. I, I mean, yeah. Because me, I'm pretty much, listen, if, if I walk out like that, I'll be calm. <laughs> With that blazer, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. But <laughs> the fact that that's just what, that's the second stage. Yeah, that's the second stage. So that one uh, would, from that, would go on the client. Then it will get um, altered anywhere. They like readjusted the fit. Mm. There's a lot of like, technical aspects mm. um talking about pitch and crooking in and straightening like these like terminologies that you're using to, like tailoring for yeah. pitches like the amount of bend there is in somebody's arm right. so then you're calculating for how much bend there is in somebody's arm and how the jacket will sit and you might I don't know, you might have suit jackets where 
you feel like your arm is a bit forward in the jacket mm. and you might see some pulling on yeah. the top of yeah. your delts even though that jacket is your size yeah. that's because you got it off the peg and it's not accounted for the pitch of your arm yeah. or the the highness of your armpit right. and there's a lot of technical details in it you're calculating the circumference of somebody's arm you know mm. you like Pythagoras theorem and that's it's <laughs> a lot you know no nah, you don't even think about that that's I think the beauty of if you go to someone like yourself like it's for you it's one on one I think that's yeah. the beauty of the experience like everything is accounted for as people were all different um, and our bodies move and groove in different ways so that is that I think that would be the true that would make the experience amazing because it is yours. Like, no one else on the planet can say they have this. Like, yeah. They're not going to have your measurements and whatnot. Yeah. So I think that makes it a very interesting experience. Yeah, nice. It's really good. I think that would be like the best thing for us to have our own things. And obviously that's somewhat the direction fashion will go into, especially with like metaverse stuff mm. and clothes 3D and these types of things. You'll be able to have your measurements just there. Yes. Yeah, ready, so ready to make real garments in the away. real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think yeah, that's where that's where we're heading. Who <clears> for <throat> you has been your most like exciting client? Like or the job you've been like when it came your way you was most excited about? Um I don't know, you know. Who was who was our first one? Was it JLS? JLS? That's right, you wanna talk about alterations? Yeah. yeah so like on top of like designing and like sampling and designing for some companies sampling for companies and um, those types of things we also do like, like VIP like alterations and celebrity mm. clients and stuff yep um, so they'll bring something they bought from let's say the Gucci store and then they'll bring it here get it altered to their size no so oh. we we have like an agent Karen um, and then she'll Call she she might call, text me or call me and say, Reese, I've got JLS. They need to be altered. Like they've got suits that need to be done and altered for the what's it called the National Television Awards, isn't it? Mm. National Television Awards. Can you go to the O2 Arena, bring your kit, and alter them at the thing? So then I'll go to backstage O2. We'll go into the room, meet all the guys, do all their alterations on set, and then yeah. What, so what alterations do you like so just have an idea when you so like the trousers might be a bit too long for you or like Got swinging it. or his boot cut or whatever <laughs> I mean boot cuts and them yeah. we, should, we should have called you for for a Ghanaian wedding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait listen was it fits or wrong nah it was we <sighs> this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. You know when intu- intuition is just there and it's just saying, no, don't do it. Yeah. Mm. So basically, one... The, the groom basically sent all the measurements to a uncle in Ghana mm. and he said oh yeah it's going to be a tight fit I told him don't do a tight fit because by the time it gets to so this was in January by the time it gets to May I would have at least put on some a little piece is that what you're saying 
Yeah, I would have at least changed shape. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So then I even said to him, you know, I won't even do legs just because I don't trust the measurements that's going to happen. <laughs> the suits came. It was different. It was like... Was it too tight? It's African. It's the African garment, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. And it's tighter than tight. Yeah, yeah. So you can't move. I can't... I can't yeah. sit down. I can't do yeah. this. Yikes. Stuff yeah. like that. So I sent it back to him. It was like, yeah, no, nah, it's because you guys did it did it wrong. I said, no. Yeah, but it's tricky because he's trying to hit a moving target with you. If you're saying you're gonna like, and no, and your the thing is, he gave change. loose measurements as well, and he made it tight. Yeah. And it's like, bro, what are you doing? I don't, I don't like doing measurements or alterations for people that are not there because. There are so many things to account for on yeah, a body. Yeah, yeah. And are was, so and many things to account for. And and that's one of the things because we um few years before that we were at a Nigerian wedding mm-hmm. and the person we went to, we physically did the measurements mm-hmm. and great thing was he lived in Chadwell St. Mary and we just live in Chafford at that time. So then it was just like, Okay, we go from here to here, we get done. And it was nice, it was smooth, everything was perfect. Mm. I could dance, I could do the pin drop if I needed to. But <laughs> on this one, on this occasion, I was not moving. Yeah. I, I, just the thing is, just, just yeah, if, like if in a wedding, if it broke, I, I didn't care. Yeah. Mad. We yeah. Done, we, we done some um, like African garments not too long ago, innit? And so we measured up um, the client. And then he sent the measurements because he didn't want to do the measurements. He wanted to get them all right. Mm. So he didn't do the measurements. He asked, he's like, Reese, can you do these measurements for me? I'm going to send them to my tailor in, in was it in Ghana? Was it in Nigeria? One of the two anyway. I think it was in Nigeria. Mm. I think he was going to Ghana for a wedding. So he sent them and then they came back. And I asked, I gave him extra measurements yeah. because the... Nigerian tailor, he was like, give me the chest, the waist, the hip, the inside leg, uh, maybe the outside leg, and these types of things. I'm like, okay, some of the extra measurements I use when I'm doing something, do you need the thigh? Do you need the bicep at the yeah. bent arm? Because mm. like when you do this, your arm is bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so that, was, like, that was a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Big problem. <laughs> do, you want, do you want the bent arm size? Mm. Um, because sometimes patterns look strange. Yeah. Like, there are basic shapes, and then when you start doing bespoke stuff, they look strange, mm. because it's for a specific person. So that person might have quite an oversized bicep, but then a really skinny forearm. Mm. So then the pattern should look like this, but now it looks like this. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. You, you need to account for that. And if you don't take the mid-measurements, you won't be able to get, you, I mean, you won't be able to get that kind of level of accuracy. Yeah. So I did that for the guy, sent it to the, to the tailor, and then... He sent it back. He sent it to. He sent the stuff. It fit pretty well, but one of the things was the armhole was too high. It was too high, wasn't it? And we had to lower the sleeve for him. But the guy kind of didn't account for his bicep because this guy he's regular shaped, but his biceps are quite big. Mm. He hits gym, mm. so the biceps were really tight where he couldn't really like squeeze his arm into it. And obviously, he's like. I've got to go to Ghana like next week there's no way I can get it to thing so he was like okay can you cut off these sleeves recover so I was, I was like what we can do there's nothing we can do physically uh, and the fabric is over there mm. so what we can do for you is we can cut off these sleeves and cut off the cuffs of it and then you can have your tailor I'll give you the new measurements of what you need because the guy's done or done it wrong and obviously the, the tailor he was obviously um, very apologetic saying obviously he's, done, he's definitely done it wrong 
on his end and not on mm. our end. Mm. And then he sent the sleeves from Nigeria to Ghana and then my client met his garment in Ghana where the wedding was and yeah. they had a tailor local one there just sew it up kind of thing so yeah. he could wear it. Um, so yeah, with, with especially with African garments and the methods of tailoring that they use, there's hundreds of different methods of tailoring. Yeah. But what's crazy is just like, how, because I've always, in those sort of experiences, I, I've had to get things made as well and you just give them the basics but it's amazing how like, the impact that just those could have something could still go wrong like yeah, it's still no, asking for trouble no definitely it's um when you get into it fashion's a lot more technical than yeah. people think people just think that it's just cloth that you just dash on well i mean oh, can you just do this for me i'm like um for me to do that for you i need to do this this and this yeah. this, this and this type oh i thought you could just sew it like i'm like no, no that's not how it works I thought when you were saying you gave chest, inside leg, I'm trying to think, like, waist, just the regular measurements that you hear of, thought my guy would have been fine, but it's insane to think. Yeah, yeah, the, the, um, the tailor there and missed, the, missed something, and then, yeah. So it's a whole product, but, and, yeah, no, it's important to, I think that's the most important thing, you have to be comfortable in the clothes you're wearing, otherwise, I don't care how nice it looks, if it ain't... What about skinny jeans? That's man was suffering. Skinny, skinny jeans. Yeah. I wasn't uncomfortable though. Nah. Especially when I came out of the gym, man. But the skinny jeans got like yeah. stretch. Like when it was yeah. gym life, it was, it was it was it was very hard. Even now, like I can't wear, I can't wear jeans, man. I haven't worn jeans in. Say word. In. A good six years. My thighs wow. are just different, man. You're gonna have to talk to me. What are you wearing? So obviously you're wearing cargos at the moment. That's not jean material. What would you? What What's your alternative now? I know this. I usually just wear like some type of trousers in it, like a cotton trouser or a wool trouser, mm. um, or my like scuba tracksuit, my neoprene like tracksuit bottoms, or my regular like tracksuit bottoms. That's what I, what I wear mostly. To be fair, why the push away from jeans? Uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, more about comfortability than anything. So uncomfortable, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in a tracksuit all day if I could. All oh, day, every God, day. Man. Also, I don't even know what style of jean would like suit me anymore because I just feel like it went I'm from just, skinny. It went I'm from so far away from that loose now. to yeah, skinny yeah. to straight. Now it's Them back to loose. Crazy. Yeah, they got, got <laughs> flares. Yeah, yeah, flares. Yeah, one's on the flares. <laughs> I'm feeling <laughs> the flares a bit, but not too much. Not oh, heavy, yeah. heavy. Where it's just I'm here doing Jackson Five. Yeah, no way, Jackson Five. Yeah, we do a few clients where they like they'll come bring their jeans into us and they're like, "Can you flare it a little bit and stuff?" Flare it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Some of them look really, really good though. Some of them look really, really good, isn't it? I don't know about that. But that's as in I'm sure the job you do is good. But as in, <laughs> as in for your personal <laughs> personal <laughs> style, no, you'll definitely like it. I don't know about for maybe not for you, maybe personally, but mm. like, um, my friend Nux, he will. Will do his um, trouser and that like, flare. He always wants flares in it. So say word. Yeah, Nux is groovy with it, isn't it? He yeah. does things different. I've got to see this. The rapper, yeah. 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 You might ask questions while I get up, Nux. <laughs> <laughs> Your personal clothes, right? Because you speak about all this like alterations you make. So let's say you want to go out and buy something, yeah. And you just find the fits a little bit off. And obviously, if you go back, they're going to say, oh, get a bigger size. Yeah. In your case, you go, fuck it. I'm coming here. I'm, t- I'm just going to switch up. To- no, we do that. We yeah? Do that. Yeah, we do that all the time. Um, That's sick. 
there's always like when I buy clothes, usually there's just something that's just a little something that I don't like about it. So I'm like, I'll go, I'll buy it anyway. Yeah, I'll just, mm. I'll just take over it myself. Even as, like I might take off the sleeves and put a different sleeve on it, or um, I'm like, I really like how these trousers fit on the waist, but the boot cuts is looking mad, so I'm yeah, just yeah, down yeah. more, shorten them more, whatever. So I can buy like a size up from myself in pretty yeah. much anything and then change it to well, well obviously there's limitations you can't get like 10 sizes to and change it to yourself because yeah. the way things get sized up you can't really do that yeah yeah I guess has it what's been your experience in terms of like how has your knowledge impacted how you dress and the choices you make when it comes to clothes you know I dress quite comfortably for myself yeah <laughs> yeah, I dress I dress quite comfortably for myself, um just because I'm in the space all the time and, mm, I'm, yeah. and I'm doing stuff you might not just want to be wearing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A big fan over do, do you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I always just dress quite casually and quite mm. quite easy. Um if funds were limitless then I might dress a bit just a bit funky in it. Mm. <laughs> If I'm getting somewhere somewhere special or something, then I, I might uh, try something. But usually, I just dress all in, in all black. Usually, yeah. it, from seeing a bit of green on me is is like a, a luxury. You want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. If you open my wardrobe, then you'll just see my racial clothes all black, black, everything. Yeah, you'll yeah. see a one white top or something like that, or one grey top, or one green top. Well, that's about it. It's functionality, see. I guess, as well. Is, is that to avoid like season colours? Because every single Every single six months, a color will just change, or sometimes there's even a continuation of a color that's just a bit random. But is that just to avoid the whole color scheme and just to wear all black and just be like, ah, this is me? Ah, this is me, you know? Yeah, it can be, but for me, I don't know. I just like black is easy, and yeah, so no. I'm, just, I'm just lazy. But Rachel, she wears um, like. She, she always wears all black, but like now she's like will wear more like muted or neutral colors, uh, like like neutral browns and creams and those mm. types of things. Um, but yeah, because they're because these things are neutral, they're not going to be seasonal, would it? They're mm. going to be just around forever. Okay. What's the future of fashion? Would you say what can we expect to see with in the the next decade? Could you get me a battery in that bag? Because you alluded to it with um, the NFTs and um, the, bag the, or next the coats. metadata stuff. Oh. Metadata, um, metaverse stuff, metadata. <laughs> I'm thinking. Because um, sure. that, that does make sense, like having your exact measurements on the internet and being able to get stuff like that. Yeah. Skipping all of the stuff that you'd probably go through in real life. Yeah. Sorry, um, like, do you think like the major fashion like houses will start to like migrate there if yeah. they've not done it already? Yeah, over yeah. to all of those places. Yeah, definitely. I think I think they will. They've started to yeah. already. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, McQueen. McQueen's got something. Um, Shout out to Alexander. Mcqueen's got like like tracks and stuff that have NFT tokens inside oh, okay. the label, so that yeah. your garment. Can be attached to a blockchain, so you know that your garment is the authentic one. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there is 
that direction in things. If you're talking about in terms of style, I don't know, style is so hard to somewhat predict in it because loads of things are coming in and coming out mm-hmm. and style changes along with technology that comes mm-hmm. about as well. Yeah. Like a lot more tech wear has been in as of recent and a lot more waterproofing materials and um, um, colour change, like colour changing materials mm. and, and all that kind of stuff. Like you might see Dave with the, the Stone Island jumper that's changing colour and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was hard as bricks. Yeah. I'm going to be in floods of tears though. Like if my child comes to me and says, like, yo, I need 150 for new clothes and I come to find out, yo, it's for Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are we on? <laughs> That's where we're headed. You better buy him them clothes, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, his school's going to be tortured. Yeah, he's well, going to be your what, fault. What, what, his friends are going to be dripping on him, man. Yeah. <laughs> your, your kids are going to come to school and say, what, you don't got the Balenciaga 55 <laughs> on, your, on your avatar? But then, You're like, going to dead. Bro, that's what's going to happen. What are people going to wear, like, on the outside? Like, obviously, Spandex. you still need clothes. Huh? No, it's going to be neutral colours. And if the metaverse is very successful, I think this is what the future of the metaverse is, is to wear glasses or contact lenses. So then now what you're going to do is wear neutral clothes. Mm. And whatever you buy on the metaverse, you're going to be wearing in the actual world. Only virtual, virtually you'll be able to see it with the glasses. I think that's what's really going to be pushing towards the future. Because I'm doing too much, it's man. sustainability in the sense of... You're not buying so many clothes. You're not buying so many things. Mm. But now in this virtual reality, you're not... I mean, there's zero emissions in terms of producing so stuff. you imagine, say, like, that's the material. Say everyone's yeah. just wearing that black... That I would say all grey, because all grey makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. what I'm getting to. Or And everyone wears that material, and then they wear the glasses, and then that's what you see. Yeah, you're going to see... You're, you're going to see like Dior, CGI. Dior. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see Dior they... coming out, like, just... Do you know what they wear when they're... I always think there'll be an element of, like, practicality, though, in, like, wearing real clothes in real life because Mm. there's real weather. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can't escape it. Can't escape it. Yeah. (laughs) There's real weather, so, do you know what I mean? You need to have a jacket on sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it's going to be hella hot, so you're going to need to wear shorts and stuff. But they'll probably incorporate a jacket into it. Like, do you know what they wear when they're... Motion capture suits. Is that what you're going to say? That's what I think they're... That's the direction I think they're going to go in. Like, you wear your motion capture suit and then when you've got the glasses on, I can see your drip. That's... (laughs) We're laughing now, but listen... It, it wouldn't surprise me. No, that would, be, like, that would somewhat be kind of lit, though. Nah, that would, that would be so cool. That would actually be somewhat cool if you if they had that in it. I'd be unstoppable if they did that. <laughs> if you can code, you can just create your own drippers on it. God, and people that's will break the system. Like, I think that's that is going to be the future. Yeah, but then someone's going to ask you. Well, someone's going to ask you. Let me see your your NFT ID, though. So oh, that okay. is a that is a fake. Because now that fake, was going like, to be my question. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Let me see your <laughs> NFT ID, bro. That's a fact. Yeah. Yo, haven't I proved that this Canada goose is real? Yeah, the master that code is looking yeah. a bit a bit sketchy. So. <laughs> <laughs> let me verify that. And more importantly, if like for example Nike or Adidas, they turn around and do the limited stuff, then boy, if anybody has the fake, fake, fakey, fakey, then. I'm excited for it now actually. I was a bit on the fence, but yo you guys <laughs> I think I think that's where it's, it's gonna go. I think that's where it's genuinely gonna go. Because it'll be interesting. Yeah, because they they're gonna they're gonna say it's all safe for the environment, it's zero emissions, it's so on and so forth. And you know, with this one you can style anywhere, you can do anything and all you have to do is only wear you only have to have three items in your in your closet. Mm, true. The only thing you're gonna have to change is probably 
Maybe Air Force issues. Ones. Yeah. It's only emissions on one front, though, because obviously electricity is... Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that yeah. One, so. yeah. yeah. Especially with lithium batteries. Yeah. It's just crazy the things that we're going to have to think of. Like, oh, fuck, I, bought my, I broke my closed glasses or I've got a tear in my mocap suit. Now what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Come here, get a tailor. Who will get a tailor? <laughs> 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 you're, you're, you're it's going to be magical because the thing is, if you lease it and then you don't pay the lease on time, just walk Ah, oh, boy. Imagine just you, fully Balenciaga out, and the next thing just, joop, joop. It's gone. So what happened? Someone's, someone's, looking at, someone's looking at you, and then your thing starts looking like, um, you're the white noise. Scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I can your see thing this. glitched, and said, nah, 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 your, your finance run out. Imagine your finance run out. expired, bro. Imagine you have all the trips for a date, possible, and then all of a sudden, that Emmanuel says, just cuts out. Now what? She's just looking at white plane. Oh, it's just, um like the blue screen of death on her laptop. <laughs> Have you seen? There's one Black Mirror episode where they could block, where they could block people. Yes. In in like real life. In real life, they yeah. Buzz, it? Mm. Be like that in your glasses, but your drift is gone. It's mad. That's the future, exciting exciting future bro. <laughs> Honestly, I like the idea of that. No, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, to make sure that your finances is patterned otherwise. Have to. Yeah. <laughs> could get peak out here. Honestly. Um, Alright, like, do you have any other questions? Yeah, what fashion house would you work for if there was an opportunity for you to do so? Um, Christian Dior, Dior. Yeah, I'd definitely work for Dior. Um, I'd definitely work for Yoji Yamamoto. Mm. Okay. Um, that's my that's my favorite designer still. Okay. Um. I think it'd be cool to work for any of the the big the big fashion houses. houses. Yeah. Mm. Really. Mm. You know, our IRS deal, we people want cool people in Yeah. Like I'll. Yeah, anyone that's into innovation, Izzy Miyake would be so cool to work for. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of these clothes and stuff, but. Yeah, 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 that's that's yeah, all we know. That's literally yeah. all I know. Nah, the clothes are amazing. The clothes as well, yeah. So you got crazy maths like geometry because they can like, you might be wearing a t-shirt and then you can let go of it and it will fold itself up into a square. Or oh something shit! Like, yeah. Get what? Yeah, their their clothes are cool and they're like. As in, it's like it's how. Um, it's got like powers. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's got like grooves, ironed into it, so then like, when it collapses, it. Collapses in the grooves. What right. the and fuck? The I've got to see this for months. Yeah. So you can't iron it out? <laughs> no, no, you can't iron it out. We'll edit it in. It would have to be like a, a, a poly material. Like, I'm like so a, tired. Uh-huh, right. If it was poly, then it will melt in that shape. And it, if it was a cotton, then it would fall, the pleats would fall yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what a lot of like, is oh, actually, stuff is, is you're collection not, called pleats, please. You're not lying, to be honest, because there are some materials that do have set structure so like mm. you could have it just as like a normal cloth material the moment you dunk it in cold water it changes into its actual shape mm. so you're not too you're not too far from the tree so yeah that kind of does make sense but it's like bro I'm still going to iron it <laughs> some of these clothes are made from like um, materials that don't crinkle in it so then mm. you, you wouldn't have to iron mm. it ever it's, it's just made in that way you just give yeah. it one shake and it's That's it. I've got to, to see this that is what yeah, saying? Izzy Mackie, you'd be wicked to work for. Izzy, keep doing your thing. Um, Hussein Shalayan, you'd be wicked to work for. Um, anyone that's 
really innovative. I like Dion Lee. I like Peter. Peter. I want to say do. <laughs> Some people say do. Um, um, I want to work for David Comar. There's like so many brands mm-hmm. that I would love to work for just because I think they're cool. Yeah, no, I swear that. Um, obviously my my favorite guy is um, Yoji Yamamoto. That's your oh, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Another question as well. Do you think Rick Owens is just recycling the same thing? Like the same style? Surely. Well, Rick Owens has a very specific style, isn't it? Mm. But he's got really, really cool ways of pattern cutting. So to the regular eye, it might just look like drapey t-shirts. But when you like have a look at how it's constructed, you're like, well, this fits over here. Mm. And it makes it fall slightly differently. Yeah. It, overall, the style's um, pretty similar, but how he makes that how he creates it if you know about creating garments you're like yeah that's very cool mm. um, but yeah but he has his own he has a very specific style in it yeah. a very specific niche so mm-hmm. I, I, I like recordings I saw him one time actually oh so you were yeah I was walking down some room with with um, Rachel and some of my, of my other friends and he was walking with his wife Michelle Lamy okay. so they was walking across on the other side of the street and I was thinking to myself all that we should go say hello mm. yo <laughs> <laughs> what's happening in <laughs> yeah we were thinking we should go say hello they were but the street was dead there was nobody on the street All just right. us mm. and them and they was walking so slowly and just so nicely we thought it's not yeah we don't want to disturb their peace they, that looks so nice mm. Mm. i would like a job but <laughs> like, we didn't, we didn't yeah. want to ruin the moment for them so we was just like no, I heard it was that. just nice to appreciate them from afar, and it. So, I see. That's cool that yeah. we saw Rick yeah. on, on Tavaro, which is even more cool. It's a good story to have. Yeah, we've 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 bumped into a few people, mm. work for, and work for a few different people, so we get to meet cool people all the time. To be fair, who's the coolest? Um, it was really cool to meet, and obviously we worked for um, Oswald Bote. Okay. okay. Um, he's massive, like he's like six foot six or something like that, and his voice is so deep mm. that when he talks, like when he's talking to you, your chest is like vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. Um, and you can just feel his like aura, his mm. presence is mm. strong. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. when he's in the room, you just know he's there, and mm. um, that was really cool because obviously we, when we come out of university. We had like a little, we had like a, a small job designing, like helping him design some stuff and um, do some like technical drawings for things that he's mm. designed and just help him basically bring it back, bring it to life. Um, so that was, that was a really cool person to meet. But I don't know, I don't know. Who else, who else we met? That's, um, oh yeah, Rachel met Date. Well, she went to an alterations shoot where she met. Dave, Giggs, Getz. Oh, for the bridge. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Richard Dunder. The, um, was he nice? Oh, no. Yeah. The nicest person I've ever worked with was Ashley Walters. Yeah. I worked with him literally yesterday. He was the nicest person I've ever worked with. Oh, yeah. I think that was Hill Top Boys returning as well. Yeah. Yep. The shade! <laughs> 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 yeah. by, by the time this comes out, would, would it be? No. Yet. No, it wouldn't. Not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Close though. My... <clears throat> Um, I don't know because 
some of the jobs that we get are just so random. Like mm. my agent might call me up and say, Reese, can you, are you free today? Yeah, I'm free. Can you go to Leona Lewis's house and do her alterations? Do you know what I mean? So then I'll fly oh, okay. to her yeah. house and then do I mean, so it's really you meeting like, mm. lots of different people, and it's really cool, isn't it? You're, yeah. Obviously, you can't you can't. Um, is the alterations um, where the bag? Yeah. <laughs> is the alterations where the bag is mostly? Um, can be. It can be. Yeah. It depends. It just depends, mm. it, on the job that you're doing, the size of the job, and the amount yeah. of people that are there. If you get paid their rate, or if you're going to get paid by the hour. Yeah. There's all types of like deliverables. Yeah, variables and stuff. Okay. But it's the, yeah, but it's the it's the least stress yeah right. for the yeah. most money for sure. Got you. Especially because we're not doing things from scratch in it. We're just altering things that already exist. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Uh, Would you ever translate your creativity into shoes? Yes, if I didn't do fashion, then I would have made shoes. I would have been a cobbler or a cordwainer. I think they're called. Cordwainer, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, was, I applied, that was my fifth option at uh, London College of Fashion for university was to be, to do the cordwaining course at okay. um, London College of Fashion. So I would have created shoes and trainers. I just love shoes and trainers. Mm. Like, yeah. Just to observe them and I follow so many pages that mm. like make shoes from scratch and they're pulling the leather and the hammering. I, I follow loads of it. So yeah. I would love to take a course up in that so at some point in, in time just to understand it before I design some stuff yeah really yeah. understand it yeah all right yeah. Mm, well okay. anyone else any other questions Ed? Mm. Uh, how do you feel about the passing of uh, virgil abloh it is really like really really sad mm. obviously because he's so young and yeah. he has like so much he definitely has so much more to, to give, give. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean so um yeah no it's, it's really sad and obviously he's very impactful in the, the fashion world um, yeah so nice no, it's, it's super sad when when anyone dies it's sad but especially when they die young like how yeah young and of like cancer and those types of things mm. it's, it's just super sad isn't it? so mm. I would have loved to see what he would be creating in 10-15 years exactly yeah. yeah no it was, it was sad um, especially just because of how strong his influence was yeah really. yeah it's sure. definitely a he's definitely a figure that we'll miss um yeah he paved the way for a lot of creatives and like when i speak to people that have like directly met him and like had long conversations with him or have his number where they talk to him and stuff when i meet these kind of people like the like review they give of him is mm. like always so kind isn't it? they're like yeah even before he passed they're like no nah, he's He's so cool, like he's he's offering me advice about this, this and that, and actually helping me directly in it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, would have been cool to meet him still. Absolutely, his legacy will live on though. He's, he's made so many amazing things, and people put a lot of stock in what he's done. So yeah, no, for sure, will live on. Um, all right, I guess music. Yeah, music, yeah. music. So, so you can explain it. Go ahead. We have a playlist and we put songs on it. That's literally <laughs> it. <laughs> That's all I was going to say. Uh, and we all pick one song each. So anything you're listening to right now, just chuck it on our playlist. Um, Can I put two songs? 
No, you know the rules. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to bend them. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. There. There's yeah, two songs here that just recently came. I don't know what's going on with this camera. Alright, while he's getting to it, um, my choice is Russ Millions and Friend Reggae and Calypso. Dope. Does it need to be new? Nah. Could be anything, man. Could be uh, new, could be old. Let me check. Could be classical. Could be uh, Bollywood. I <laughs> said the young Mozart. Go on. Mozart. Nah, I Mozart really like um, a song by Cadiata. It's called Margarita. Okay. Okay. I want to put three songs on the Nah, come on, man. Take a piss. Right, I'm gonna pick one of the songs. What's it called again? Margarita. Margarita, yeah. Mm. By Cadiata. By Cadiata. Cool. We will give it a spin. Uh, my choice. It's going to be one of Eman's choices. Uh, it's Pusha T, Diet Coke. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> now, you, now you have two choices now, yeah? Um, Ritual by AZ, Conway the Machine. Um, what's your beef? There's no beef. I just nah, knew see, that, nah, that, say that man would with your chest. Say, say it with your chest. What's your beef? I just knew Griselda would feature somehow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Respect. I can't actually remember the song. If... It's just two seconds. Give me two seconds. Hold on. I've got it somewhere. Can be that good, then, can you? Do <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, say that louder? Because I didn't know. Really, like, <laughs> the room. You know what I mean? Um, so the song is Hide and Seek by Nux. Uh, it's the new one you play out. Yeah. Shout out to Nux, man. No days off. Yeah, yeah. No days off. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah. Reese, tell the people where they can find you online, most importantly. Um, you can find us at Atelier R&R on Instagram. Well, it's actually R&R. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. What is that? <laughs> hey, let, me, let, me, let me check it, though. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't put the ampersand in it, alright? Yeah. A. R-A-R. No, yeah. Lost. yeah, so it's R A R. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. A. Okay. So I'll see the A stands for and in it because we can't put it ampersand. Got you. Huh? Oh. So the um yeah, so the Instagram is R A R Atelier and that's R A R A T E L I E R. Beautiful. Yeah, make sure you run that up. Um yeah, episode one, one two, two seven. Mm. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> episode one two seven. Mm. Um, do you know how right I thought I was as well? I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> one two seven. Um, Reese, thank you for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Great guest, man. Honestly, yeah, we wanted to get this done for time. I remember yeah. me and you going back and forth for like That's a it. month. Like, when are we gonna make this happen? <laughs> like. This day, I'm like, oh, I can't do this day. Like, I feel like you hit me up like one year ago, like yeah, time ago. Mm. <laughs> Reese, we need to get you on the on the on the pod. Alright, when 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 when's it? <laughs> COVID, pow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Timing, but we're here now, timing, man. Yeah, exactly. We appreciate you and appreciate everything we're, you're doing. Thank we you, see thank it. You. Um, and next time we'll talk about controversial topics. Yeah. <laughs> Non-fashion <laughs> topics. Yeah, and I appreciate you, you guys. Don't I've been, I've been seeing you get cancelled anyway. I've been seeing you man putting in the work in for a long time. Yeah, man. Before before podcasts were even popular, I mm, see you exactly. man had a podcast 
consistency. That's for what it is. That's what time. we were saying earlier yeah. today. So mm-hmm. love for that as well. When your thing blows up, massive. Bear man, are we thinking that we'll be coming for alterations in that? Exactly. Well, well you know, you man have been here for ever. Mm. When the thing blows up, we'll be coming for alterations. Yeah, I, I do. I do need. Yeah, we got an event next off. week, no? Listen, we're pulling up. I definitely need a leather blazer for sure. Yeah, <laughs> a leather blazer. I, I like. I like it, but I'm trying to see how this would. Don't worry. The vision is only for me to see. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're in the car. What about this? Let me show you one. Let me see. Let me see. Why can't I find your range? Yeah. No, because I, I I got something similar. To that. <laughs> of course, Skepta oh. has. Wow. You be flashing forward. Then. You ain't got something similar to this, my guy. I got it from Zara. It's fairly similar, isn't it? Nah, that's hard. That's hard as bricks. You know yeah. what? I see. I see the vision. Yeah, you ain't got nothing like that. This yeah. man is my favorite tailor. It's a blazer coat. That's what that's it is. A different gravy. Yeah, different now this gravy, guy yeah. is my favorite. Michael Brown shine out still. He doesn't know who I am, but he's hard. <laughs> no, no. After this, yeah, no, nah, he's hard. Still, he's yeah, he's my he's my favorite favorite tailor. Is do you see um, unknown tees, um, colors? Yes, yes. The little jacket. That's him. He's when you see Skepta in them hard jackets. That's my front. Nah, we see you. Yeah, them Savile Row tailors there. Right. So if you want one of those jackets you're looking at, at least five grand. Okay. I don't die. It's minor, it's minor. Signing out. After yeah. inflation, it's minor. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Until next, Until next time. time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.